Good morning, and welcome back to week two of Enjoying an Encounter with Our God of the Impossible, who gives us authority over the enemy. My father's joining me again to share some of his experiences as a pastor in dealing with demonic activities. Let's invite the Holy Spirit. God, you're holy and magnificent. We thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit and pray for the strength of your spirit and only your spirit to be known, felt, and understood through today's podcast. Amen. Our challenge question today is, do you believe we have authority over the enemy or do we live with things we feel we can't change? Last week, we touched on demonic spirits being given entry into our home through seemingly innocent things like Ouija boards and tarot cards. Dad talked about inviting Jesus into our life and home as the first step in getting rid of these evil spirits. Then we talked about how the enemy invades because of evil actions from other people and other methods of getting rid of those spirits can be through prayer, the gifts of the spirit, words of knowledge, anointing with oil, and pressing into release. Dad, can you share what happened when someone thought they were pressing into something good, but it actually wasn't, and you full-on encountered the spirit of witchcraft that actually tried to strangle you? Thank you, Liz. Yes, it'll be my pleasure to share once again what God has uh, allowed to happen through me. In the book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 33-36, once when he was in the synagogue, a man possessed by a demon, an evil spirit, began shouting at Jesus, Go away! Why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One sent from God. Jesus cut him short. Be quiet. Come out of the man, he ordered. At that, the demon threw the man to the floor as the crowd watched. Then it came out of him without hurting him further. Amazed, the people exclaimed, What authority and power this man's word possessed. Even evil spirits obey him, and they flee at his command. Lise, I remember one day when I was in the office, Sister Cecile came in uh, to visit me with another woman who claimed to be a white witch and had the power to heal the sick. And during our conversation with her, all of a sudden she jumped and grabbed my throat and started choking me. But at the command of Jesus, I said, in Jesus' name, be still. And she fell backwards. Well, being a, a young uh, preacher, that was my first church and my first encounter with this. I turned around and called 100 Huntley Street for guidance. And they counseled me not to debate or question the dark spirits. They said to me, command in the name of Jesus. And oh, what joy there was when I commanded with Sister Cecile in prayer for the spirit, the demons to depart from her. She was set free that day from demon possession. It's just like we find written in Matthew chapter 10, verse 5 to 8. Jesus sent out the 12 apostles with these instructions. Go and announce to them that the kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cure those with leprosy. Cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. Um, for those of who might not be aware of it, if she was a white witch and healing people, then why would she need deliverance? Isn't healing people a good thing? Isn't there such a thing as good witches? 
No, there's not. There is no such thing as a good witch, according to the Bible. The law for living as God's holy people in Exodus 22 and 18 says, never let a witch live. I looked up the meaning of witch online and found this interesting explanation. The term witch is really something that can be applied to anyone who believes in their authority and divinity. Did you catch that, Lise? I said, mm -hmm. who believes in their authority and divinity, mm -hmm. meaning it's not about God or what mm -hmm. God can do, but it's about what they can do. As Lisa Lister, the author of this article, wrote on witches, when you're a witch, the whole world opens up to you. You're reawakened to the parts of yourself to connect everything. Everyone and every experience become a portal to your power, to your power and your divine energy. Hmm. That makes so you bring a good point out, Dad. This woman's teaching is all about self self-empowerment she mentions you and your six times our journey with god is the opposite it should be putting down self becoming alive in christ in his way we don't want to open up every portal or every experience we want to be led by the spirit we know that the demonic realm feeds to arrogance and it's fear-based it's all about your power but as believers of christ we don't see power we want to introduce others to the power of our God, and we don't fear, we trust in God's power. As Pastor Landon put it, we fear in a healthy, respectful way our God's power over and above every work of the enemy, including what's happening in our world right now. Yes, Lise. I like what uh, Rick Warren wrote in his book, The Purpose Driven Life. He says at the very beginning, it's not about you. If you want to know why you were placed on this planet, you must begin with God. You were born by his purpose and for his purpose. It all starts with God. For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, everything God started in him and finds its purpose in him. You know, the book of Galatians speaks about the acts of the flesh, the carnal nature, the, the person. The acts of the flesh are sexual immorality, impurity, idolatry, and witchcraft. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's a good warning for people to take heed to, right, Lise? Well, it's very clear. Our eternal salvation is going to be affected if we choose our way over God's. You know, Lise, I can remember uh, some time ago when uh, our daughter-in-law, Tanya, was speaking to a friend who had another friend with three children who were struggling with sleep and the fear. Tanya... Jackie and myself, we went and visited this friend. We prayed and anointed the children and the home. We praised God and the peace of Jesus was granted to them and everything was back to normal. But sadly to say, Lise, shortly after Tanya found out, the terror in the night and the lack of sleep came back mm -hmm. again. We went and prayed and anointed the children and the home. The peace came once again. 
how good God was to them and to us. But we learned that the mother had returned to her occult practices, seances, and card reading. It was even the grandmother was involved in the history of the occult. I, I need to remind the listeners, listen to the warning that is found in Luke chapter 11, verse 20 and 28. When an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert searching for rest. But when it finds none, it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former home is all swept and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. And so that person is worse off than before. As he was speaking, a woman in the crowd called out, God bless your mother, the womb from which you came, and the breast that nursed you. And Jesus replied, but even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. Yeah, we were talking about that um, last week, about King Saul, who at one time, he had a love for God. He practiced the ways of God in that he was worshiping and prophesying. But the enemy began to work in Saul's life through himself, actually. It, was, it started with his flesh. He just wanted to do things his way. And so much so that at the end of his life, in fear, he was seeking God's direction. Get that, not God's presence, God's direction. But God did not answer him. So then he went to a medium and consulted the dead spirit of Samuel, the prophet. The scripture that came to mind when we were talking about this was to obey is better than sacrifice. Mm, yes. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, which what you just spoke about and the definition you just gave makes that very clear. First Samuel fifteen twenty two says Saul rejected the word of the Lord and did things his way. Um, last week, we were talking about how God calls witchcraft sin. And here we're, rebel we're realizing that rebellion and disobedience are the same in God's eyes. We're exalting another power and we're partnering with Satan instead of God's thoughts and plans for us. Through pride, rebellion, disobedience, we are opening the door to the demonic. And I wonder how often we don't even realize that. In our home, um, when our children were going through the teen years, one in particular was doing things their own way. They were very hurt and angry with us as parents. And consequently, they were making decisions that were rebellious and they were very scary for us. So we anointed the room with oil. We prayed through it when they were not there. At night, I'd go in and anoint them with oil and pray in tongues until I felt release. Sometimes they'd wake up and see me and just roll over. Other times I'd be at prayer and I'd just know, start, I mean at work, sorry. And I would just know, start praying in tongues. Other times I'd call you and mom and ask you guys to partner with me in prayer. Finally, after a couple of years, the rebellion lifted and shifted back to the child that we had known before. So the way the authority given to the enemy was overcome was through continually praying in tongues. Dad, a large part of your ministry has been all about the power of prayer and the power of the Holy Spirit. Can you partner with our listeners right now for their lives and their homes? And then I'll pray for the nation. Heavenly Father, Lise and I agree together. If anyone is struggling or in bondage with the powers of darkness or principality, let them raise their hand towards heaven. And we command these spirits to release them and proclaim freedom through the shed blood 
of Christ at Calvary in the name of Jesus. And we agree with scripture that says, the Lord sets prisoners free. Set us free from any bondage that prevents us from enjoying your love, your peace, and your joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we exalt you. The name that is above every name, the name that casts out demons and makes demons tremble. Forgive us for not giving you the highest place of praise. Forgive us for not believing in the strength of our God over every work of the enemy. Your name and your blood are our strength. They are our courage. We repent of any witchcraft, even in the form of rebellion against you and your ways. We lift up the greatness of who you are and who you've always been. We thank you for your great mercy, and we cry out for your mercy over our land. Thank you for your love that strengthens and empowers and emboldens us. We decree that as your blood-bought children, we have the authority to walk with spiritual eyes and see what you see and hear what you hear and to decree your presence and your power over our country. We decree that you are uncovering the hidden things of darkness over our land and you are decimating them in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for partnering with us and sharing these times with God and others. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify at Enjoy an Encounter. May you be blessed with the hunger and desire to spend much time knowing the power and love of our God over your life, your families, and our nation. Blessings, dear friends.